0: Well, I can't wait to meet our host. I hear this is only one of his beat parties. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come, we'll come, we'll come back to me. Hey, and welcome back to, to True Truths Lie with Harry Day. It took a while to come up with this episode, Subject Matter, and I'm going to try to keep it non-explicit and use the anatomical horror, the anatomical terms instead of getting into uh, the slang or cursing styled words that could go along with this in a, gosh, a wide variety of words. But we're gonna go, we're gonna get beyond our continent. We're gonna get beyond our globe. We're gonna get universal. We're gonna go planetary. We're gonna talk about Uranus. There are two aspects of Uranus that I would like to touch on. <laughs> this is gonna get good. I'm totally making this up as I go. I have I have I have the two, I have the two parts of this episode, you know, pulled up on the computer to go to. I haven't memorized it. I don't have notes. You know how this show goes by now. Um, I just try to string it together like like popcorn on thread on dental floss for Halloween. And I know you're you're thinking, no, you do that for Christmas. Well, this episode is going to be for Halloween. Because when I'm talking about your anus, we all know what the anus is for. Some people go beyond its natural use for their own personal uses. With others, with themselves... We're not gonna get too deep into that. Oh my God, the, uh, the phrasing, the innuendo, is really, really, really gonna uh, poke its head out, you might say. <laughs> but it was in the 2000s, really, when anal bleaching hit the scene um, in the 2000s the first decade of, of this millennial it was really just Los Angeles New York a little bit but people got into anal bleaching it started in the porn industry but let's roll it back just a touch and define Uranus, no, to define anal bleaching, which is something that I just find you know do they use bleach? I don't think they use bleach. If someone uses bleach to try to lighten the tone of the skin of their anus, that's got to hurt, but you have to have professionals. Usually cosmetic people do this, but let's roll into the uh, Wikipedia brand. Uh, Wikipedia did not have any tea to send me either, apparently, but I've got some. My Arizona green tea with honey. Okay, so anal bleaching is the process of lightening the color of the skin around Uranus. It's done for cosmetic purposes, to make the color more uniform with the rest of your anus and buttocks. Some treatments are applied in an office or a salon by a cosmetic technician, and later a cream was derived that is sold, that can be delivered to your home or bought in stores, and you apply this cream to your anus And it will turn lighter in tone. It won't turn blue like Uranus, the planet. But you're thinking, right? You're thinking, anal bleaching. Where have I heard that? Well, you might have heard it on uh, the movie Bridesmaids. You might have heard it on the movie Bruno, which was way beyond the wow, oh my God, spectrum of borat same guy and it's been mentioned in some magazines but porn actresses were the first to start the anal bleaching thing they wanted their anus (laughs) to be the same color as the rest of their skin when they were uh I guess on all fours or with their legs in the air and everything was spread wide and their anus was in full view. Not of the sun, we're gonna to get to that. Although if they're outdoors, I guess it would they would have had some anal sunbathing, but we're gonna to get to that later. Um Brazilian waxing became popular, which made smaller swimsuits and lingerie popular and then the mainstream use of it in pornography led to endorsements of it by celebrities and the number of women who began noticing their anuses were darker than the rest of their skin <laughs> Who is out there standing over mirrors or bending over and looking between their legs at the mirror at their anus? I guess a lot of women. Probably some guys, too. Um, Well, because of the porn industry, anal sex became prominent. And a number of women that were trying it decided they needed to lighten their anal skin from red to purple to brown, or whatever the hell it is, to a more natural skin tone. It would be not natural, unnatural. And basically, enhance the overall appearance of their anus. (laughs) I'm probably the only one having fun with this episode, but I'm having fun with this episode. I found I found some fun things to to tie this and to end this with and stuff, and that'll come. but okay, it says to combat this perceived problem, anal bleaching began to gain appeal, and that was all the stuff I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gay men began to do it also as they saw women were doing it. So then in 2004, a procedure was done on the end of an episode of Cosmetic Surgery Live. This would definitely be a Los Angeles production. Um, One salon performed the procedure. And after that 2004 show, they had an increase in interest. And then in 2005, on an episode of Dr. 90210 on E!, porn star Tabitha Stevens was filmed having her anus bleached. Is it really, is it bleach? Um, I guess we'll get to it down here. Oh my God, hydroquinone, hydroquinone, it's not nine. It's known, excuse me, I had ham and potato soup that I made for dinner. And I just tasted it, and it did not taste like anus, I guess. I've never tasted anus. I hope y'all haven't either, but I know some of you have. Not specifically who, but come on, you know, one out of ten, two out of thirty, I don't know. So we're in the mid-2000s, and uh, people on the West Coast are getting their butts bleached, specifically their anus. It was a California thing. It was reported to be going on in Australia also. Maybe nude sunbathing, maybe the porn industry, I don't know. Um, In the late 2000s, spas outside of Hollywood began to do it. There was only one in New York at the time in 2007. And you had to go to these uh, places to have it done, specialty places, but now, you know, it's 2020, Every major city, I'm sure, has at least one salon or clinic that does it. I don't know. My ex-wife may, uh, their clinic may do it. She's an esthetician. I'll ask her, find out. We get along great. We're just not married anymore, grew apart. No one probably knows this except those close to me. But uh, everything's good. Y'all don't worry about that. Anal bleaching had nothing to do with the divorce. Brazilian waxing had more to do with anal bleaching. Okay, so here we go. We got methods. And there are several methods to carry out the anal lightening process. (laughs) The most common method is a at home used lotion or gel that you apply to the area that looks dark and it will lighten with time. Wow, that's all they're going to tell me. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know how on uh we're going to go into risks, but you know how on Wikipedia when you get down past all the subject topics and it says see also Well, we have labiaplasty, which has nothing to do with anal bleaching. It's more about meat curtains. And then you have vajazzle, which I'm going to hit on here in a minute and find out what vajazzle is because it sounds like an urban dictionary term. I have no idea what vajazzle is. I guess it's jazzing up your vajayjay. That's my guess. So risks. (laughs) Risks. From anal bleaching, the cosmetics in the ingredients often or sometimes irritate the sensitive anal area. It can create temporary discomfort and even burning, scarring, or incontinence. No one likes incontinence. It's probably right up there with the other end of the brown spectrum, diarrhea. This may have to be a, what's the word I was saying earlier? If if I had a number two, (laughs) they would be able to give me the words that I can't think of. And now I've forgotten what that's even about, so... I don't have a number two at the moment to give me the word I cannot think of. So we'll bounce on past that. Let's check our time. We're sh- we're doing pretty good, short 12 minutes. Um, there is a cream that contains hydroquinone and it is banned in many countries, such as states of Europe. In 2006, the FDA in the United States removed previous advice that stated hydroquinone was considered generally safe and that has been linked to ochronosis, where skin becomes permanently discolored and disfigured and because it may also be a carcinogen. Whoa, so hydroquinone, which is not what they've been talking about for the coronavirus. This would be the anal virus, except it's not a virus. Other ingredients of skin lightening cosmetics are arbutin and kojic acid, arbutin, comes from the bear berry, and it can be converted into the hydroquinone to make your anus lighter. The kojic acid was developed as a safer alternative. However, it has less effectiveness at lightening and it has been found to be a carcinogen. So, it is very possible that doing this anal bleaching, could be introducing cancer to your anus or your extreme lower digestive tract. And that makes me wonder if she was in Charlie's Angels. She was beautiful. She has the iconic poster in the red bathing suit. It makes me wonder if Farrah Fawcett, who died of anal cancer, I mean, of all the cancers... To have the one that has the biggest stigma, I would think anal cancer. Gosh, I wouldn't knock on wood that none of us get that. You know, you don't, it, it, it's just awful. But she had, she died of anal cancer. And I wonder if it's from, uh, you know, earlier in her life, she was bleaching her anus. Maybe you shouldn't be bleaching your anus. Let it be blue. Let it be. Off reddish-brown or or whatever colors that I get you know I don't do a lot of anus looking I don't have a Hubble telescope on any specific anuses besides your anus and you know who you are so let's see what Vajazzle is before I go to the (laughs) topic two Let's take a sip of our... Whoa! Vajazzle is a form of genital decoration. It's like it's like, bedazzling your jean jacket, except you're vajazzling your fupa or your uh, upper vaginal area. Bedazzle is a word here used. It was popularized by Jennifer Love Hewitt? No! Mm, crystal ornaments on the shaved mons pubis of a woman, a process known as vajazzling. (laughs) Let's see what Jennifer Love Hewitt has to do with this. The phenomenon of vajazzling was popularized by actress Jennifer Love Hewitt, who devoted a chapter in her book, The Day I Shot Cupid, to vajazzling. During a promotional interview on Lopez Tonight in 2010, she encouraged the female members of the audience to vajazzle their vajayjays, quote unquote. So, (laughs) there's even an internet site started in 2011. It's an internet rating site for a vajazzling called Rate My Vajazzle. So you can go on there and I guess... Ooh, genital tattooing is on the next sea also we will not go there we're gonna we're gonna go to a much sunnier lighter oop that was my foot on the chair by the way it was not a uh anal seepage or leakage, which actually is not a fart it's something else completely i didn't realize until I read about it it is pretty gross and we don't want to get gross guys and gals. Uh, tea. Yes, let's have some tea. And leave the vajayjay, vajazzling, and jump on to perineum sunning, a.k.a. anal sunbathing. Have you heard of this? Has anyone heard of this? This came much later. Beyond the phenomenon of anal bleaching um this thing called and and it's 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 specifically known as perineum which is the the small area of skin between the sexual organ of a man or woman and their anus mm. Mm, ham potato excuse me uh I'm reading an article by Cosmopolitan that quotes New York Post, which is the better of the two New York papers with New York in the name out of New York City. The Wall Street Journal's good. New York Post is good. New York Times is full of uh, anal discharge. So, what is Anal sunbathing. And they had this picture of this guy laying on his back. He's totally nude, except he's got a hat on, it looks like, and he's got something around his ankle. Other than that, he's totally nude. He's laying on his back. He's got his knees up against his elbows, holding his legs up like a porn star would, laying on her back, fixing to get... Uh, uh, willingly violated would be the word. But he is sunning his anus to a clear blue sky and burning sun and the reason people did this and it doesn't say where it started i don't believe um and it's been debunked but it's basically a way to soak in solar rays which produce vitamin d in your body and They say if you subject your anus to the sun for 30 seconds of direct light injection to your anal orifice, orifice, it is equivalent to being outside in the sun all day as far as the benefits of getting some sun. You know, you get sun, you get vitamin D... It helps with calcium absorption. It regulates your immune system. But what does it really do? Some doctors were asked, several doctors were asked about sunning your anus. And uh, a Dr. Campbell was quoted as saying there is zero evidence that there is any merit in sunning the skin between your anus and genitals and she is from a uh, medical board. But what about the vitamin D, they say? Well, it's true, vitamin D is good for you. But sunning your perineum and anus for vitamin D is is specifically to the anus is totally unnecessary, says another doctor, Aivas. Not only can you live without it, but sunning your butthole might actually cause health problems. So all you people that are fiddling with your anus beyond its natural, God-given purpose are messing around with possible cancer. Here it says sunburn. And when you think sunburn, oh, well, red skin. Well, you know, what does sunburn do? It peels. First it burns, then you gotta wipe, put, wipe. Then you put aloe on it or solar cane. I remember the smell of solar cane from when I was a kid. I used to love that smell. When you put put it on your shoulders and on your knees from being out in the sun. But, uh, you know, your your skin peels. And so could you imagine your anus peeling? Are you still listening to this episode? Have I driven you away with the anal? <laughs> There's no words really, is there? Um, You know, if you rarely, it says here, if you rarely get sun exposure to your genitalia and anus, you're more susceptible to sunburn, but you are also at the risk of developing melanoma and other skin cancers. So there's cancer cancer again for messing with your butthole. And it's not a good thing. Okay, we're gonna move down, sun plus butthole skin equals an even more dangerous move if you have HPV and or herpes. Ultraviolet light can trigger a flare up for herpes Herpes. If you have the kind of HPV that causes warts, UV exposure can also increase your risk of developing skin cancer. There you go again. Oh. (laughs) You know, I told a friend that this was going to be my next episode. And I was thinking about it. And they laughed. And then I told them again, earlier this evening that I'd set up my info and even my outro music to uh, anal-specific music coordinate (laughs) the ending of this shitty show episode. You know, my show's not that bad, you know, let me finish this off and then I'll roll into the tangents. Let me see what time I'm looking at. I'm looking at, so almost midnight. I'm only at 25 minutes. Um, so, with anal sunbathing, it doesn't matter where you get the sun. It says not only is sunning your anus useless at best and dangerous at worst, it is inefficient if your main goal is to get your bod to produce more vitamin D. While it's true that getting limited sun exposure on skin is the only way we can endogenously produce vitamin D, the amount produced is based on skin surface area and not body-specific, body-site-specific. So your, you know, your anus, (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna... (laughs) I'm going to, I love talking about spectrums, you know, so-and-so is at this end of the spectrum, so-and-so is at that end of the spectrum, this music at this end of the spectrum, that music's at that end of the spectrum, let's talk about Uranus spectrum, you got your dimes, you got your pennies, (laughs) you got your nickels, you got your quarters, okay, we're getting to adults now. You got your half dollars, you got your silver dollars, I guess. That's the spectrum. Either way, that's a small area to sunbathe when you could just lay out in a bathing suit and get some sun for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, take a break, turn over 15, 20 minutes, Take a break, go swimming, or get in the shade, or go eat lunch. Go have a three-drink tea time, and I mean T-E-A. Oh, there is more to this, my bad. But yeah, you know, your your skin down there that you're risking sunburning just to get what you think is some vitamin D it's just too small you you can use your back and chest or your legs and arms I mean that's all you need to get your vitamin D you could drink milk eat yogurt you know there's other ways take vitamins take supplements just don't sunburn your butthole it's dangerous that's what it says here <laughs> asshole skin peels no thanks Wow Let's see if see there's any comments on this afterwards. No, there's not. So we've covered anal bleaching, and you shouldn't do it. You might get cancer. And we've covered anal sunbathing, and you probably shouldn't do it, at least for an extended period of time. And you might get cancer, but much less so than, than the bleaching, because those are probably chemicals. I would imagine. Oh man, I had something else I wanted to talk about and I've already forgot it. You know, you need to write this stuff down. I need a, gosh, I need a number two in the worst kind of way. I wonder if I could walk out and look up and see Uranus. Well, I don't need this page. I'll drop it. There's the Vajazzle page. We'll back up. The anal bleaching page. Don't need it. Um, I don't want to get into the uh, romantic anal interludes. <laughs> um, I don't want to get into suppositories. I don't want to get into putting anything, especially in my anus, I don't want anybody else putting anything in my anus either. <laughs> you know, they did on on one of the Jackass episodes, they found a, a town in Massachusetts, I believe, or Connecticut called My Anus. And Johnny Knoxville went around asking about um, Is there a fire truck in my anus? <laughs> is there a water tower in my anus? And he would ask people around town, and they'd be like, Oh, sure. And they'd point over there, and he goes, Over there? <laughs> I, that might be how it went. But oh man, I had something I was gonna tangent into. What threw me into that direction? Maybe I can get back there. What 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 it wasn't coins? It wasn't my phone, it wasn't the tea Oh I remember. I guess the T brought it up, but it had nothing to do with tea It's on Facebook. I joined a couple of podcast groups and because this is a podcast I'm, I'm it's coming to me now it's midnight I, I I finally become rejuvenated I drank my tea and it turned midnight and my uh, little rat turned into a pumpkin or whatever that the fairy tale does so let me go to my site um I don't need to go to the site. Anyway, I I joined some groups and they were about podcasting and all of these people in these Facebook podcast groups, they talk about two things. Their microphone and interviewing people. Now, I started this podcast with my son's headset from his video gaming. It had, I didn't need the headset over my ears. Although it kinda, I couldn't hear myself talking in it. But they had a mic boom coming off the right side in front of my mouth and I had to put it down low because my breathing, you just heard it there, my breathing, would it would pick up my breathing. But it it, it was a fairly good microphone. It wasn't the best. I'm sure 95% of the people on these, uh I wish I could find the site so I could at least name it. Oh, 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 I just saw it and then it moved. Some basket weaver. I'm looking and I'm looking. All these people are just all about these expensive, super expensive mics about these uh, uh, high-end software and platforms and program uh, techniques and all this stuff that has nothing to do with content. And it has nothing to do with the individual's presentation and whether he's entertaining or not. And they're always asking questions out of all the other people in the group you know what do you what do you think about this? What do you think about that and they're <laughs> it's just they're so anal. I mean, I thought that days ago before I knew I was going to do this episode, and some of them do really great. I don't listen to any of their podcasts, but some of them say they have a lot of listeners, like 300,000 listens per episode, this one lady said. And she was completely freaking out about whether her microphone was good enough or whether her platform was good enough, which is basically what hosts your podcast. And through that platform, Offers it to Spotify and iTunes, and Anchor, which is what I use. Is Anchor, and a lot of these people look down on Anchor. It's for the novices. It's for the, it's it's for the uh, hobbyists, and that's that's what I am. I'm completely a novice at this. I don't make money at this. I don't want to make money at this. I mean, I do want to make money at this, but I don't plan to. You know, I'm having fun with this. It, I'm entertaining people. I'm getting to talk. I love to talk I live out in the country and when you're hunting you don't talk you have to be quiet you have to be still you can move a little bit but you move slow different hunts you don't have to dove hunting you can move a little bit rabbit hunting you're basically trying to keep up with the dogs that's a workout but it's a lot of fun squirrel hunting usually you sit down and I like to use a squirrel call I'm so far off this podcast uh, hangout. It's called Podcasters Hangout, and they're so anal. Um, All these questions they ask, you know, they're trying to be perfect. They're trying to be perfect, and who cares? I want to know if what you have to say is interesting, and I want to know if you can... Say it to me in a way that I want to listen. If I know what you're going to say, why am I even listening to you? You don't know what I'm going to say. You certainly don't know what I'm going to say until you see what I post the next episode. And then you're like, well, it's going to be based on that. But he never stays on subject. Maybe that's the charm of it. You know, I I don't know if I, I should be on SoundCloud or Podbean or Buzzsprout. Do you have any thoughts on the best podcasting platform? Because I just don't know what to do with uh, oh blah, blah, blah. You know, just do it. That's what a lot of these other, you know, some of these people that answer, a lot of them are anal too. But some of them are just like, hey, just, just do your podcast and don't worry about it. That's what I say. I'm like, what are you worried about? you know why why are you trying to make it perfect you know if the only people that are making it perfect are people that are good at talking and people that have things to say all kinds of people can say i'm going to do a podcast and i'm going to do it about politics and i'm only going to do it about the left or the right or why everybody should be libertarian How many episodes are you going to do on that before I snooze out? You know, we want variety. We want cornucopia. Let me think. Where's my thesaurus? Anyway. I guess the moral, (laughs) the moral to the episode is don't be anal. Okay, let your anus be what it was meant to be. And don't go exploring for your (laughs) anus. Leave that up to NASA. Because, you know, people are so out of touch with nature. Get back in touch, Go, go drive out into the country and park your vehicle, and go for a trail walk. If you if you've got any guts at all, go off trail. Don't do it in Yellowstone though, or in the Rocky Mountains, because you'll probably get either mauled by a bear, stomped by a buffalo, uh, stomped, thrown, and stomped by a moose, or or bit by a rattler. Or who knows what. It is the it is the wild west out there. Every year. Read about Yellowstone in the summer every year. People get eaten by bears. People get mauled by bears. People get trampled by buffalo because they walk out try to take a photo with it. I guess they want that perfect photo. I'm going to start repeating myself and I'm hitting 40 minutes so I'm going to stop. But the lesson is, don't be anal, be natural. Don't be perfect, be you. You be you. Some of you know what I mean. And that's a good thing. And I want to throw a shout out here at the end of this. It has nothing to do with anuses. My friend Dredd, who helped me figure out my Wi-Fi and how I could get my PC to pick up my Wi-Fi without a cord. It just wouldn't pick it up. The Wi-Fi's not even in the room now. It's up in Ethan's room. But I can still get online now that I've fixed it. With the help of my buddy Dread. thank you. So, for the fifth time, let's not be anal. Let's not be perfect. Let's be happy people. Let's be accepting of our fellow man and woman and let's enjoy life because we've all seen people's lives go down the drains and we don't want that and it's going to happen anyway so you best make the best of it so anyway this is h this is too true to lie i can't say it enough don't be anal And enjoy the uh, outro song. And of course, peace. Maybe the sun's light will begin And it won't matter anyhow If morning's echo says we've sinned It was what I wanted now And if we're victims of the night